Welcome to all those joining us for Likud HaLachis. We're continuing in Yoridea Chelek Sheni, Ilches Nedorim, Halacha Dalid, Paragraph Chof Tes. We're actually in the middle of the paragraph. We're up to the subparagraph that begins with the words the Alkain Barosh Hashanah, Oz Maschilen Lasik Bekoilois Utsokois Lashem Yisborach. In some versions, it's a separate paragraph. That's that's where we're up to. And those that aren't, again, that's the line. The Alkain Boroshishana, Oz Maschilen Lasik Bekoilois. We dedicate the learning today, Lili Nishmas, Menachem Aroin, and Zalman Michal, whose yard site is today, and also for a complete Rafur Shalema for all those that need it, including Chaviva Chana Basgalia. Yenta Fratel Bas Peso, Michal Esther Bas Ruhia, Gitte Genendel Bas Sipoila, Yaakov Yeshua Ben Freindel Rechel, Shlomanisim Ben Mazel, Avram David Ben Chana, Miriam Esther Bas Sorigitl, David Lei Ben Shena, Boruch Mordechai Ben Tali, Avigail Brocha Bas Shiva Dvoira, Yehuda Ben Soramaya, Chaimari Ben Brocha, Idis Bas Miriam Brindle, Michal Sora Bas Hadassa, Suvyet Svi Ben Chaya Aliza, David Ben Behia, Shendel Bas Leia, Shimon Eliezer Ben Rochel, Atora Esther Bas Galia, Simcha Bas Sora, Sora Bas Odl, Toiba Bas Chavapero, Yerachmiel Yisrael Doi Ben Frumet Nechoma, Ami Ben Chai Ben Yehudas Gila, the Sech Shar Choyli Yisrael, David Elior Ben Michal, Shimon Elazar Ben Michal, the Sech Shar Choyli Yisrael. We continue. V'alkein Barosh Hashanah Oz Maschilen Lasik Bekoylois Utsaokois Lashem Yisbarach. Rav Nosenthal says, based on what we've been speaking about till now, and we touched on the story in Sipurim Isis, the seven betlers, the fourth day, which spoke about these two birds that are separated and they call out to each other at night, a male bird and a female bird. Rav says, related to this, we understand why on Rosh Hashanah we're involved in koilois and saokois lashem isborach, meaning that it's brought in Shulchan Aruch, that even those people who throughout the year daven quietly, Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur is a time to raise your voice in tefillah. It, with the exception of the silent Shmon Esrei, the Chinas, as it says in Tehillim, Mimamakin Kirosicha Hashem, I call out to Hashem from the depths. This Kirosicha Hashem calling out to Hashem. Interesting, it's brought in the writings of the Arizal that the word Oimek, Ayin Vav Mem Kuf, which is the root of the word Mimamakim. Oimek means from the deep, deep. The word Oimek is Bigimatria Gvura. And we know that these days, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, are called days of awe, Yomim Noiroim. When there is this gvurais, when the, the, there's this judgment, Hashem is sitting on the throne of judgment. However, on Rosh Hashanah, the main beginning is through the mitzvah of hearing the sound of the shofar. Rav Nosenthal says now that by the, the main beginning is by hearing the sound of the shofar, by performing the mitzvah of the sh- blowing the shofar. It's called the blast of the shofar. We know that when the Jews got the Torah on Har Sinai, it described the sound of the shofar as kol chosok the very powerful sound. And Rav Nosenthal says by hearing the sound of the shofar on Rosh Hashanah, we draw upon ourselves the the understanding that we should never give up on seeking Hashem's kindness. 
ובעל יפייה אישו עצמו מנורך ממלואילם, רק יצעקו תמיד להשם יסבורך, but rather that we should always cry out to Hashem. ואנו עסקים בכל לויס וצעוקריס בכל עשרת ימי תשובה. And Rabbi Nathanael says, we're involved in this calling out to Hashem and screaming to Hashem throughout the Aseris Yemei Tshuva. We say the special, we add certain prayers which are said out loud. We add the Shiramalis Mimamakim in Shachris before Yishtabach. We add Avinu Malkinu. And these are tzilois that in, in a proper shul, they're being said out loud. The people are screaming these prayers to Hashem. Ad shebiyoyim ha-kipurim zoich ha-kolechot mi-Yisrael l'kloliyas ha-koylois ha-kdoishim. Till finally, at the end of the 10 days of tshuva, on Yom Kippur, every single Jew is zoich to a composite of all of these holy sounds. Shehem bechinas chamisha koylois, which the Sifrei Kabbalah referred to as the five koylois. Bechinas which are represented by the five prayers that we recite on Yom Kippur. Because on a regular day, we have Shachris Minchamayrev. On Shabbos and Yontif, we add Musaf, that's number four. On Yom Kippur, we have a fifth Tzila, which is Ne'ila. And those five Tzilais correspond to the five Koylois. Which each and every single Jew is on Yom Kippur. And by receiving these five koilites on Yom Kippur, this enables us to be able to draw the holiness of these koilites throughout the entire year. What does that mean in a practical sense? This means to realize throughout the entire year that we, we can always cry out to Hashem, scream to Hashem, and never give up this this option of screaming to Hashem. And so long as a Jew knows this, so long as a Jew knows that no matter what, I have this option of crying out to Hashem, this will guarantee that we will definitely be able to come close to Hashem from wherever we're at. After the 10 days of Tshuva, after Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, on the holiday of Sukkot, that's when we really complete the winning of the battle, the battle that we're going through during these days. To the point where each and every single Jew takes the Dalit Minim, the Lulav, Esrig, Hadassim, and Arobis in their hands. And we mentioned in the previous year that in, in Likutim Ran, in chapter 7, in the second half of Likutim Ran, which this halacha is based on, Rabbeinu Zalviya discusses the concept of the Remozim in the Yam HaChochma. He hints that a teacher, that a Rebbe gives over when he is giving over yodayim, which are the motions that he makes with his hands sometimes, certain things that cannot be expressed in words, and there's a hand motion, whether it's a motion of victory or different motions that a person makes with their hands, which deliver a certain message. And Rabbi Nizal refers to these as the Ramazim Shabiyam HaChofmo, or the Yodayim Shabiyam HaChofmo, based on a Pasuk that Rabbi Nizal quotes. We'll have the Pasuk soon. V'chol echod v'echod mare b'yodov v'chol bo'e yoyom. And each and every single Jew who holds 
these four minim in their hands and we shake them in all the different directions, by doing this, we're showing everyone in the world the message, Lahanen Bashem Yisborach, that they should believe in Hashem. Because we're showing that we believe that Hashem rules above and below and in all four directions. Mensa. So by doing this, we're showing, we conclude, that by doing this, each and every single Jew is being involved in settling the world in making the world into a civilized place, which Rabbi Nassau explained earlier in that Torah means people who have das, and das means recognition of Hashem. Dahainu, this means by the shaking of the lulav in all the directions, we're informing others, we're informing the world of the greatness and the kingdom of Hashem, this is the concept of the light, the knowledge that's being transmitted to the son and the student that Rabbi Nezal speaks about over there in Likudim Aran. so we conclude, therefore, we observe, the, the procedure that's being followed on Rosh Hashanah, that one person is blowing the shofar, and the rest of the people are listening to the sound of the shofar. This hints to us that on Rosh Hashanah is when the tzaddik, the generation, is starting to draw the tikkun of these sounds, these special koilos. And, and it's from the tzaddik that everyone is receiving that there's one person that's blasting the sound and everyone else is receiving that sound. And this is why it's so important to travel to Tzadikim on Rosh Hashanah, for Rosh Hashanah. Because we, Klal Yisrael, have to receive this Tikkun of the Koilois from the Tzadik specifically. Because it has to start from the Tzadik. And after that, all of us are involved in this tikkun of the koilois, to the point where on Yom Kippur, each and every individual Jew is zoichet to complete all of these koilois, which is represented by the five tefillahs that we recite on Yom Kippur, which correspond to the chamisha koilois, these five koilois. And through this, everything gets repaired. To the point where each and every single Jew gets to a level where we can shine the light into our friends and we can establish children and students. That's the most, that's the real final accomplishment. As Rabbi Nizal expresses over there in chapter 7 in the second half of Likudim Aran. That's what we're doing when we take the Dalad Minim into our hands. By doing this, each and every one of us is hinting with our hands to everyone in the world. This message that Hashem is the king, Hashem is the one in charge of the whole world. And 
And this will explain why the final pasuk that we recite every single day of Sukkot, after we go around the bima, after we say the Hoshanas, and we go around the bima, each and every one of the seven days of Sukkot, we, we finish by saying, Lemandas kol ki Hashem that we're doing all of this in order to enlighten all the nations of the world, that all of them should know that Hashem is the master and there's none other than Hashem. Nimsa, we see therefore, we conclude therefore, Shabasukas Moisifin Shemegalin Alidehuarbor Minin that what we're adding on Sukkot is that we're showing that by performing the mitzvah of the Dalit Minim, we're showing that we've been zuched to so great a tikkun at shegam anachnu b'nei Yisrael hapshutim kol echot v'echot yochoi l'olamid gam l'achirin to the point where it's not just the tzaddik that's giving over to everyone else, but each and every single one of us Simple people have the ability to teach others, to share the message with others. To share this light of Das, this true Das, with others. On both levels, the, the children and the students. And Rabnosanal says this is the, the message. In, in performing the mitzvah of the Dalad Minim. Paragraph Lamed. And this will also explain the fabulous celebration that took place in the Beis Hamikdash during the seven days of Sukkot, called the joy of drawing the waters. Lishoiv means to draw waters. Bechinas, as the Pasuk says in Yeshaya Hanavi, you will draw waters with with great joy from the wellsprings of salvation. These waters we're drawing from the sea of Chachma, which which we've mentioned before which is revealed on Sukkot. Shehu Bechinas, this is related to the Pasuk that Rabbi Nassau quotes there in Likudiman, Zeh Hayam Godol Urechav Yodayim. This is from Borchinavshi that we say in Tehillim. This is the great sea and the breath of the hands. And this is why if you look at the Targum of this Pasuk, the Targum is You will receive new knowledge. Because this is our main focus throughout these awesome days, starting from Rosh Hashanah through Yom Kippur, leading up to Sukkot, to receive this new knowledge, this new wisdom, in a manner where we will be able to bring ourselves close to Hashem and we'll be able to bring others close to Hashem. And this is the concept of this light of the sun and the student that we're involved in, you know, on Rosh Hashanah and throughout these days. And now, we're doing this great celebration throughout each one of the days of Sukkot to draw this knowledge and, and receive this holy limud. You will receive this new knowledge. 
ועוז השמחה גדולי במועד מועד, and then the Gemara tells us that in the Beis Hamikdash the celebration was incredible, and in many shuls today they practice this throughout the days of circus, this major simcha. Shenizgala limut hazeh, when this new knowledge is revealed, shayideizeh nizgazen hakoel Hashem isborach, which enables everyone to come close to Hashem. And that's the greatest joy of all joys. That joy is, is more, more happy than anything else. As the Pesach says in Mishlei, When the number of tzadikim increases, then the nation rejoices. That's the real joy in celebration. And as the Pesach says, Hashem rejoices with all of his creations. Hepech, which is the opposite of what we saw when right before Hashem made the flood, when the Pesach says, Hashem was depressed. That Pasuk is speaking about when the world became distant from Hashem, when people became distant from Hashem. But through this knowledge, this study, which is what what draws everybody to come close to Hashem, this brings about a joy that has no boundaries. Because Hashem's honor and glory is increased most when people who are far from Hashem come close to Hashem. As Rabbi Nezal speaks about this in other chapters on the Kudimran. This is what the Pasuk refers to when it says that the honor of Hashem will, will fill the entire world and then this will lead to Hashem rejoicing with all of his creations. So that these mansim chaseinu, the joy on Sukkot, is coming from the fact that we're taking this covet of we're expanding the covet of Hashem. We're broadcasting this das to the whole world, this recognition of Hashem. Paragraph Lamedalis. And now we understand after we complete the seven days on Sukkot, we go on to the eighth day which is called Shmini Atzeres Simchas Torah. In Eretz Yisrael, it's one day. In Chutzlar, it's split up into two days, Shmini Atzeres and Simchas Torah. Shemesayimim HaTorah Umaschilin Oisamechotosh. And on that day, we complete the Torah, we read the final portion of the Torah, and we start again from the beginning. Zebechinas Klolius Ben Vitalmid. Rav Nosenthal is going to show us now how this represents the concept of bringing together the, the concept of the son and the student. Completing the Torah, that represents the, the light, the message that's given to the student. As Rabbi Nezal says the only Kutimran, and we spoke about this a lot throughout this halacha, that the message that we deliver to the people on a low level is we want them to know that Hashem is everywhere. Hashem reaches down to the lowest places. This is represented by one of the final sukkim at the end of the Torah, where it says that Yehoshua Benun was filled with Chochma. Because the, the understanding of Yehoshua, the message that's being delivered to the Talmud, to Yehoshua, is this message that Hashem's Kavod fills the entire world.
as we see expressed in paragraph 13 in that chapter on the Kutimran. And this is what we find in the last Pasuk in the Torah when it says, and regarding all the wonders and the miracles and the powerful revelation of, of Hashem's hand that, that Moshe Rabbeinu performed before the eyes of the entire Jewish nation, this is speaking about Moshe Rabbeinu revealing Hashem to the eyes of all the Jews. That's this message that Hashem's covenant fills the entire world, everywhere. That's the knowledge, the message that's given over to the student, the people on the lower level. And as soon as we finish the entire Torah, we read that last Pasuk, right afterwards we start from the beginning of the Torah. We start from Bereshis Bara Elikim. And that first Pasuk in the Torah, that represents the wisdom of the Son, the, the, the one who's on a very high level of knowledge. Bechinas Mo, the one who attains that level of Mo. Mo is like nothingness, like the, the Keser, the highest level. Iberatius Maimar Sosum, because Rabbeinazal explains in chapter 12 on the Kutimran that Beratius is called the hidden statement. We know that there are 10 statements of creation. Vayoymer Lekim, Hashem said this, and Hashem said that, and Hashem said. So the Gemara says, but if you count, you see there's only nine. So the Gemara says, you're right. The first sentence in the Torah is also a statement. It's, it's a hidden statement. It doesn't say Vayoyner. It's called Maimar Sosom, a hidden statement, which represents the highest, highest level, which is called the hiddenness, the keser, the crown, which is called the hidden light. Bechinas Koidem Habria. This is referring to that very high level before creation, when there was just the infinite light of Hashem. Shezel Bechinas Hasogas Haben. This is the level of understanding of the sun that Rabbeinazal refers to over there in Likudimran. Bechinas Mo, the message that's delivered to the holy angels. Mo, what do you see? What do you know? Ikoidem Habria because the pre-creation is something that we cannot understand. It's only after Hashem created the world, these two concepts of before creation and after creation, the son and the student come together through the true tzaddikim, this is the concept where it's, the Torah tells us in the beginning, Hashem created heaven and earth, upper and lower. Because the, the main thing, the highest level, is the understanding of the rabbi, which is that higher level understanding, the more, the, the nothingness. And it's from the knowledge, the wisdom of the Rebbe, that the, the understanding of the son and the student both receive. They represent the creation of heaven and earth. The, the tzaddik is the beratius, or the, the beginning, the before creation, in a sense. And the student and the, the, the student and the son are the shamayim and oretz. Shezel bechinas kichoyl b'shamayim oretz. This is what we've spoken about throughout this halacha, that the tzaddik is called kichoyl, 
Tichol is bigimatria yesoid, which is the tzaddik who is called the yesoid, the foundation of the world. And he's the one who broadcasts bashamayim uva'aretz to the son and the student, to the upper level and lower level. Because as Rabbi Nassau explains over there in Likud Imran, the tzaddik has to be able to bring both of these together and to share some of the knowledge of the son with the student and some of the perception of the student with the son. So they should both be joined together. This is the concept of bringing together all of the world. The upper level and the lower level. Whereby our mission is to bring it all together. We say that throughout all of our actions, all of our mitzvahs and everything, we're trying to unite and the Shekhinah. The term Kutshebrichu refers to Kaviyochel Hashem in the upper, in the highest places, and the term Shechina refers to the the revelation of Hashem in the lower places in this world. And we have to bring them all together. Shezeh Ikar Hatikon. That's the real accomplishment. The Alkain Kirin Bisimchastora now will understand why on Simchastora we read the final Sukim of the Torah, where it says Vayomas Sham Moshe that Moshe Rabbeinu passed away, the Yeshua Benun Mole Ruachma, and his student Yeshua was filled with Chachma. This ties in beautifully with what Rabbi Nassau says there in the beginning of that chapter on Ikut Imran, that the main tikkun of this light of the son and the student is it's accomplished when even when the tzaddik, who is Moshe Rabbeinu, passes away, he leaves, he goes up to that super high place that he goes up to. The real perfection of the tzaddik is that he continues to shine his light down below here on earth. This is why the tzaddik has to make sure to leave behind in this world, when he leaves the world, to leave behind a son and a student. As Rabbi Nassau explains all of this over there in the beginning of that chapter, we could around Torah Zion. All of this is hinted to in the fact that the Pasuk says, Moshe Rabbeinu passed away, and Yehoshua Benun was full of Chachma. And this is why we read this portion of the Torah specifically on Simchas Torah. Because the Arizal explains that there's a process that starts on Rosh Hashanah and is completed on Shmini Atzeres Simchas Torah. Because this is really what we're trying to accomplish, which begins from Rosh Hashanah and is completed on Shmini Atzer Simchas Torah. What is it? To be able to draw this light that's being passed on to the son and the student. Which means Shegamli Achar Histalkus Hatzadik, so that even after the Tzadik leaves, he passes away. Bechinas Moshe, Moshe Rabbeinu represents the Tzadik. His das still remains down here in this world for generations. 
to enlighten and inform from one generation to the next generation the holy das shehishir boilam, which the tzaddik left behind in the world, <clears throat> in in his students and his children, lohidiyam, to inform and enlighten everybody ki Hashem that Hashem is the master, ularachim aleihem, and to have pity on all of mankind. What's the most important pity? To get them out of sin. And to bring everybody really close to Hashem. Forever and ever, eternally. And how do you get people out of sin? Rabbi Nizal explains there in the beginning of that chapter that the Gemara says, what causes sin? A ruach shtus a spirit of foolishness and insanity that takes over a person, that's what causes the person to do Averos. By filling the person with das, by giving them this holy dance, this recognition of Hashem, then the people will not commit sins. That will eliminate the sins. Any questions? Shalom Aleichem, Rabbi. Yes. So the question is, it's not simply by reading <clears throat> material that is printed in a book that I attain this that, is it? Or is it much more than that? Is there a connection that needs to be established with the tzaddik in order to pull that that towards me? Or is it sufficient to read the material in the book and get at that? He's, he's coming to this right now. In the next, he's going to begin the next paragraph sort of by saying that to summarize all of this, on Rosh Hashanah, we travel to Tzadikim. That this involves going to the tzad, everybody going to the Tzadik, the, Dorima, the, the people that are very advanced and the people that are very far away, all gathering to the Tzadik and joining together for Rosh Hashanah. That's one of the important factors that he's referring to here, that besides learning this, besides knowing this, it involves Jewish people coming together. And that's why Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur is the, the time of the largest gathering of Jews, where everybody, everybody comes together. It's joining together, connecting to the tzaddik, coming to the tzaddik. He's going to speak about it now. He's going to speak about both coming to the tzaddik, the, the live tzaddik, joining together in that manner, and he's also going to touch on the tzad topic of going to the kever of the tzaddik. Okay, thank you. Sure. Anyone else, please? Okay. Now, this, now we have a few appendixes to this halacha that Rav Nosan is now to complete it. <clears throat> related, this next piece is going to be related and, and adding a finishing touch to paragraph 29, paragraph Chavtes, to summarize what we're saying, on Rosh Hashanah, every Jew picks themselves up and they leave their place and they travel to Tzadikim. And by doing this, we can receive from the tzaddikim this message, this enlightenment, this realization that a Jew can always cry out to Hashem no matter what. This is the concept of everybody gathering in the shul and and one person is blowing the shofar and everyone's listening. This concept of everyone coming to one person, to the tzaddik. That's what the Valtokea symbolizes here. Now, when it comes to Yom Kippur, we've already received that message to the point where on Yom Kippur, every Jew is praying the five prayers and to these five koilos, which represent a certain shlemus of koil. 
היינו שזויכין שקולחות מישראל יודע בעצמי לצויק תומד להשם יזבורך. On Yom Kippur we're already זויכין that each and every single Jew knows and realizes that we can cry out to Hashem. So again, see, Rav Nosanzal broadcasting the message that see Yom Kippur, the person can go home already. Rosh Hashanah is the time that we're all gathering to the tzaddik. Ubesukos, Megalin, and now in Sukkot, we take it to the next level. We're revealing Shaloi Dai Shezachino Lekabel Meatzadik Barosh Hashanah, Litzvay Tomed Lashem Yisborach. It's not enough that we received from the Tzadik this knowledge, this message on Rosh Hashanah that we can cry out Hashem, Shezebachinas Yom HaKippurim, which is what we're really doing to the maximum on Yom Kippur. We've also received from the tzaddik the ability to teach others, to spread this to others, this das. To, to broadcast this message to the world that no one should ever give up. But rather, always cry out to Hashem. Because Hashem is always still with us, even when we fall, even when we commit sins. Because Hashem's covenant is everywhere, even in the lowest places. That's what we're showing by taking and performing the mitzvah with these four species, the Lulav, Esreg, Hadassim, and Aravos. Now, Rav Nusenzal adds another very important piece to this, Shaykh <clears throat> Le'el, related to what we've been learning till now, paragraph Lamed Gimel, V'alkein, Kolev, we spoke a few pages earlier, if you recall, we spoke about the Maraglin and how they were pagan in the Kedusha of Eretz Yisroel, of which the highest level was the Beis HaMikdash, and that's where this light of Ben and Talmud come together in the highest level. Rabbein Zal elaborates on that over there in that chapter in Likudimran, and Rav Nosenzal spoke about it about five, seven pages earlier. Now Rav Nosenzal says, Therefore, we can understand why we spoke so far about Yehoshua, the student Yehoshua. Now we turn to Kolev, Ben Yifuna. He was the opposite of those ten spies. He didn't want to get drawn in to their plot to Chastashon speak against their Israel. And therefore he left the others and he went and prostrated himself by the kever of Avram Yitzchak Yaakov, by the Mor Samach Peilach. As the Gemara points out in Saita, page 34. Because as we discussed, in paragraphs 12 through 18 in this halacha, the Maraglim were plaguing in this light of the son and the student, this concept of Eretz Yisrael. And, and Rav Nosenzal elaborated on this, Ba'arichas, we spoke about this at length earlier in those paragraphs. V'yoshua nimlat mehen b'schuz v'koyach Moshe Rabbi. Yoshua was to be saved from falling in with the Maraglim in the merit of his Rebbe and Moshe Rabbeinu, Yeshua was the most loyal and closest student of Moshe Rabbeinu, who served him, you know, in the highest manner, and he didn't leave his tent. He was the most, the closest, most devoted student of Moshe Rabbeinu. And as a result of that, he was Zohar that Moshe Rabbeinu blessed him and was Mispalel for him. Moshe Rabbeinu said, May Hashem save you from falling into this terrible plan of the Maraglim. And as a result of this, he was Zohar to be saved from them. 
because the Maraglim were poigim in Emuna, as we explained, as we discussed earlier. The Iker Hapigam Shalahem Hoyob Emunas Chachomim. And their main mistake was that they were poigim in having Emunas Chachomim. They didn't believe in the greatness of what could be accomplished by coming close to Tzadik, the true Tzadikim. That's really what, what's called inhabiting the world. Because the true tzaddikim, like Moshe Rabbeinu, draw their holy das into their children, into their students, to enlighten them about the greatness of Hashem. That's this light of the sun and the student. That's called settling the world. As we discussed earlier, and how are the Jewish people really zoichet to this through Eretz Yisrael, which combines upper and lower levels, the highest levels and the lowest levels. The Hamar, as we explained earlier, the Hamaraglim pogmu the Maraglim were pogim in all of this. However, Yehoshua, who was there to achieve the highest level of closeness to Moshe Rabbeinu, and he was there to receive Moshe Rabbeinu's das, and pass it on to us, the generations. To Moshe as it says in the beginning of Turkey, our voice, Moshe Kibbal Torah, Misinai Yeshua. Moshe Rabbeinu received the Torah from Har Sinai and passed it on to Yehoshua. The Yehoshua was the Canaan, and Yehoshua passed it on to the elders, and they passed it on to the next generation. Ad Hayom until today. Al came beemes Nitzol Miatzas Hamaraglim b'schus Moshe Rabbi Shabbai. Therefore, Yehoshua was saved from falling into the eights of the Maraglim through the bracha of his Rebbe Moshe Rabbeinu. The Kolev Ro'al Shaloi Berchim Moshe. Kolev swore that he had not received this bracha from Moshe Rabbeinu and he was afraid that he shouldn't get drawn in to the Maraglim. Therefore he went to prostrate himself and to be misfallow by the graves of the forefathers. That's also the opposite of the, the path of the Maraglim. They did not believe in the power of Tzadikim. That Sadikim have the ability to leave behind their knowledge, their wisdom, even after they leave the world, that it should continue to 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 shine in the world for generations. But the Torah tells us over there in Panshashlach, but Kolev had a different spirit inside of him. Vayimale Achare Hashem. He filled, he was filled in with following Hashem. He believed in the great power of Sadiqim even after they pass away. And he showed this. And therefore he went and was mispaleled by the Kivri of by he prostrated himself by the Kivri of And he dabbed there that he should not be caught in the trap of the Maraglin. And by doing this, he showed the truth. 
שהוא כדאי תמהרו, that it's not like what the Moroccans think. כי אדרבה, just the opposite, הצדיקים יש להם כוח בחייהם, ולאחר הסתלקותם, לא הוציא סעודו מאבוינוס. The tzaddikim have the power during their lifetime and even after they pass away to help Jews take Jews out of their sins. Because the, the knowledge and the message of the tzaddik, their holy message, remains established in this world permanently, eternally. וזה שלא יגן גם עד היום לילך על קברי צדיקים. And this is why till today we have, Jews have this custom to visit the grave sites of צדיקים, בפרט בערב ראש השנה, especially on ערב ראש השנה. כי בראש השנה צריכים להמשיך האורף בן ותלמד כאן. Because on Rosh Hashanah is when we want to draw this light of the sun and the student. Therefore, we go before Rosh Hashanah, prior to Rosh Hashanah, the era of Rosh Hashanah, we go to the graves of Tzadikim, in order to draw from them this, their holy das, which will save us from sin later and, and to, to be enlightened, to realize that Hashem is the Master. That's what Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur are really all about, this incredible enlightenment. In Eretz Yisrael, it's already nine o'clock in the morning, And tonight, Monday night, you know, it's, it's going to be the yard site of Moshe Rabbeinu, Zion Adar. It's called the yard sites when Moshe Rabbeinu left the world. And the Gemara tells us it's also his birthday. And some of them, of course, point out because when a tzaddik leaves the world, that's when he's really being born. That's when he's making a whole new beginning, going to a much, much higher level than during his physical lifetime. During his physical lifetime, there was some degree of tzimtzum, of constriction, of boundaries. Whereas after the tzaddik passes away, the Zohar Kodesh says that the hispashtus of the nesham of Moshe Rabbeinu is over the entire world. And, and from generation to generation, Moshe Isa b'chol dara and all of should help now take us out of all of our suffering and all of our difficulties and and really enlighten the world and be to the the greatest enlightenment with the coming of Mushiach, the binyan any questions before we close wishing everybody a wonderful week. We're broadcasting from Chutzlaret, and we'll be, the next year will be in Mir Tzashem, the next year in Likud HaLochas will be Thursday morning in Mir Tzashem. Thank you, Rav Nassim, Rav Fushlema. Amen. Thank you very much. All the best.